0: Dylan, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. Hi, Forbes. This is amazing. Of course, I want to start by talking about your background. What were you doing before you started posting on social media?
1: Babe, I was in musical theater all my life. I started singing and dancing when I was three. I heard you had a similar upbringing. I do love a musical theater moment. We love music. I saw Wicked last night, but I think that was the one sort of area that I was allowed to feel feminine and show my personality off, and I, I'm so glad that I've been able to find that throughout my life.
0: That's amazing, so tell me about what inspired your Days of Girlhood videos, and for everyone who doesn't know, can you please explain what they are and what they turned
1: into? Sure, Days of Girlhood was sort of, a a video series that I started because I was at the beginning of my transition and I was looking to all these iconic trans women but not knowing how to get from point A to point B. And I thought, okay, well, why not, you know, take my followers along on this journey? And it was originally supposed to just sort of be like comedy. It was supposed to be lighthearted and fun. And I think over this last year, I found a lot of vulnerability and depth that I didn't even know was there, and and it's been really beautiful, and, and also hard at times, but I don't regret anything.
0: And you recently celebrated 365 days, I know not terribly recently, but tell me about the big party and the
1: event you had oh there. Oh my God, best night of my life. Uh, tell us everything. So I, I knew that I wanted to go back to my roots, which was in theater, and we booked the Rainbow Room, which is an iconic venue in New York, and I wrote the show, I found incredible uh, trans talent to put in the show. We had Jonathan Van Ness and Dominique Jackson, and it was like a birthday in so many ways, but it also was a way for me to show the world like this is actually who I am and what I do best.
0: Talk to me a bit about your followers. Who are the people who are really paying attention to you, watched all
1: your videos, and how do you, how are you able to connect with those fans? I think of them as we've got like the teenage girls, their moms and their grandmothers. I, I really try to keep my content accessible to everyone. And, you know, whether somebody's trans or not, I just hope that they can watch my videos and feel inspired to unlock a new part of themselves selves and, and feel confident and funny and in finding the funny in hard situations.
0: Now I think for for me and for a lot of people, because you are so um, social media forward and you're so out there, a lot of people kind of view you as the spokesperson for the trans community. Did you set out to do that when you started these videos? Oh no.
1: <laughs> like, I never wanted or intended to be a spokesperson for the community and I think I, I just ask for grace as I'm learning so many mm-hmm. things in navigating this, um, not only transness but also this newfound success, it's happened really fast. And I think that's what's so crazy about social media is I think it kind of launches people at a rate that not a lot of other mainstream media does or can. And I I really am now looking to sort of not take a back seat. I wanna stay really active in my advocacy work, but I wanna decide when, where, and how I'm Mm -hmm. gonna show up as an activist.
0: Speaking of, of making those decisions, you share so many intimate details about your life. I mean, just recently you shared a housewarming which looked delightful. I wish you were there. I was, do too. It was pretty cute. <laughs> but what do you decide how, like what you're gonna share and is there anything that's too personal that you won't share?
1: It's funny, I, I think I really led with it all at first because I noticed that's what people wanted, and now that I have this following and I have this community, this family online, I've realized that people will take whatever the, it is that I feel I'm ready to share and nobody's forcing me to say anything. So it's, it's kind of fun now to do these check-ins where I've sat with something for you know, a few days, weeks, months even, and, and then finally tell them when I'm like, okay, this happened, I'm really excited to tell you, and I've also processed it first. That's amazing. Um,
0: so obviously you came from a creative background, um, you're doing creative work now, but as a creative, what's it been like for you to then shift from that creative mindset into the, the
1: business side of things, with sponsored posts and promotions and things like that? I think I'm becoming a bit of a businesswoman. Ooh. As much as I, I love the, the creative side, I, I'm really, I love, getting smarter. I want to know Mm. everything and I want to know how it all works. I'm really interested not you know of course being in front of the camera but I I love the idea of producing and and I just I think why not learn it all.
0: How are you teaching yourself or is someone showing you the ropes.
1: I think I got a lot of great people in my life to Mm. look up to and especially women of different generations and I think about these women that have come into my life whether it's Reese Witherspoon or you know these these incredible, like Laverne Cox even, talking with her. That was someone who really taught me that I don't need to put it all out there, um, but somebody that I also wanna emulate because I, I look at the careers that they've all built and I think of what I hope to see in my future.
0: What would you say is the biggest lesson you learned this year, be it business or in general?
1: Ooh. I think you have to be careful who to trust, but also don't become jaded. I I always, I want to maintain a sense of uh, innocence and, and excitement about life, whatever comes with it.
0: Now, talking about not being jaded, you were you know, in the spotlight earlier this year after there was some backlash with the sponsored posts. Yes. Has this experience affected who you partner with
1: going forward? Absolutely, I now realize that when I work with a brand that they will forever be a part of my story. Mm. And so I wanna make sure we're on the same page going forward yeah. and I want there to be a mutual respect and mm. not only for me, but for my community.
0: What advice would you give to brands when they're looking to partner with
1: a specific creator? I would say, talk to us, watch Mm -hmm. our content. See, do we want to put out the same type of things into the world? And I think especially when it comes to working with trans talent, there just has to be some communication there. There needs to be uh, some advocacy outside of just inclusive marketing.
0: That makes sense. Speaking of that, so one stat that I love to bring up all the time is that the LGBTQ plus community has nearly four trillion dollars in global purchasing power. We've got purchasing.
1: We've got the purchasing. Exactly. power. Exactly. Yet
0: brands are still shying away from LGBTQ plus representation. What would you say to brands that that are despite this fact?
1: Thank you. <laughs> we need more of you
0: and we need you now. And what would you say to the ones that are shying away and don't want anything to do
1: with the representation? I would say, well, that's a disappointment because we're here and we're not going anywhere. And I also think that there are brands that are interested in working with someone like me, but maybe don't know how to, you know, or nervous to, to get involved or ask the wrong thing. Yeah. And I say, let's figure it out together. Let's have these hard conversations because if we don't, then something beautiful can't come from it.
0: And going along with that, when these negative experience happens or there's anti-trans hate in the country and the world how do you kind of take back your own brand and bring authenticity to what you're posting
1: these past few months have been really interesting because i didn't know brand deals even existed when i started out online and in a way i'm grateful because it made me remember why i started in the first place which was to make people laugh and to connect and build an audience and and perform and i think that that's what i always want to come back to is, is why did i start this in the first place
0: that that makes a lot of sense um one of my favorite videos of you is last year you sat down with president joe biden Ooh, how was that grandpa joe
1: no i that was a crazy experience because I, I would have never expected to, to do anything like that. I just yeah. wanted to be in the background in a Broadway musical and then to be sitting there with jo- you know our president was really amazing, but I think I, you know, I maybe wasn't fully ready to do something that major for the community yet, yeah. but I now know a lot of people who are capable of that and I, I'm still proud of it. I mean, one of the things
0: you said that I actually want to read back to you because it stood out to me so much is you said to him, Republicans have turned trans and non-binary people into this thing to blame society's downfall on. And I thought that was so fascinating and it was probably
1: the first time a lot of people around the world were hearing it. People want to paint someone like me to be a monster, but it's like, hello, (laughs) you know, I'm, I'm just Dylan and I'm a person that wants love and wants family and success and friendships and I think when someone like me or our identities get politicized, there's no real productivity that can come from that because we're not being seen as a human, we're being seen as this thing.
0: Were you satisfied with the answers President Biden gave to you or what what lawmakers have done in general or are there other things that they could and should be doing?
1: I left the White House very hopeful and Mm -hmm. I think to have that personal connection with someone like him was really, Special, but I think right now more than ever, we need action, we need advocacy, we need allies, and allyship means a lot more than just you know a text that says, I support you, it needs to be out loud and proud and publicly. That makes a lot of sense. Um,
0: a couple I think it was a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago now, you won the Streamy Award, yeah, that was like two weeks ago, two weeks ago, it feels like forever. Tell me about that experience
1: and what that, how that felt. Well, I think that that award specifically was so shocking because I, I didn't ever expect social media to be my way in. Yeah. And I, especially in such a room full of so many different kinds of creators and, and being this breakout award, I think um, I, I just I loved the energy. It made me... At a time in my life where I felt a little bit down or a little bit self-conscious or nervous of going forward online, I was like, hell yeah, I got this, let's keep going.
0: That's amazing. Switching back to the business a little bit. What is the one business
1: rule that you operate by no matter what? Oh, I love this. Um, My agent, Stephanie, she always says, don't react, respond. And so if something happens in my life, I often will either at least sleep on it but sometimes it's taking a few extra days to really make sure that, you know, I'm not coming out of a place of anger or anxiety or frustration and that it's, it's purely who I am and can operate on a really neutral level.
0: Why do you think that you've gone viral? What do you think gives you the edge over all the other creators out there?
1: I think some humility. I, I am never afraid to fall on my sword if, you know, I don't do the right thing or say the right thing. I think so much of social media can be very polished, and and I definitely um, have fallen into that sometimes. But I love those moments online that are so perfectly imperfect. And I never want to be, you know, I love being all dolled up like this, but I also love to be able to go on the camera and and show myself with no makeup and in bed with, you know, like a, a scrunchie. I think that that's what's beautiful about social media is the the give and take of it.
0: I mean, last night, you said it best on Instagram, you were like, I was this mysterious Instagram girl. Well, that's
1: (laughs) what I'm telling you. Yeah. I think for, you know, as you continue to grow and find success and you're in these rooms full of these people that hold themselves a certain way, you start to adapt, but then I realized the reason I'm invited to that room is because of who I am and I don't need to change to become something I'm not
0: that so how do you how do you think about that and how do you come up with new material then that feels like authentic relatable to and, and, yes. and, yeah well, and the audience?
1: I think it's it's still some of the my favorite relationships in my life are the ones that I had before the success and in childhood friends in my family and I think as As I find these new experiences, these amazing opportunities, Mm -hmm. I always want my followers to feel a part of it. Mm -hmm. I want them to know that it's because of them that I'm in those rooms and that this is a lifelong relationship that we're gonna grow together.
0: Say TikTok, Instagram, everything goes away tomorrow and there is no more social media. This is a purely hypothetical. Okay. How do you then build your brand and keep the momentum going in this
1: business you've built and take it off the platform and build it into something more? Well, I think throughout my life, I've always, you know, tried to make lemonade with whatever I was given Mm -hmm. and I would just keep doing exactly what I just did, which is, you know, find an idea, find something new that excites me, find the people, the collaborators that really make me feel like the best version of myself and and run with whatever the next thing is. Um, And before social media, I was doing stand up comedy. So I would figure out how to get back on stage, whether that was Broadway or. Mm -hmm you know some comedy club but i think it's it's the connection this is my favorite thing because as much as i love you know talking to my followers and the camera i love being with other humans that's amazing what would you say is the
0: biggest misconception either about you or and your life or just being a creator
1: in general or both oh, oh this is a that's a good question <laughs> thank you <laughs> i think The common misconception is that we're these characters, Mm -hmm. or that we're not real humans that have like feelings. And I read, you know, read the comments, or a a lot uh, can be very heavy. And and I just want to remind people that we have feelings. We're you know we mess up. We we evolve together. And especially people that share so much of their stories online, I think just finding some respect. Um, would be a good thing.
0: Explain to me what the Dylan brand means. What is that?
1: The Dylan brand, oh, the Dylan brand is is silly, um, filled with love, but is inclusive for all. And, and I, I always want to make sure that anyone who's interacting with me or, or the work that I'm doing feels like they can be seen in it in some way or another. And, and that's what I want to do going forward with my brand.
0: And speaking of your your future plans, I know we talked about that a bit, do you have any type of of business lines or any new entrepreneurial things you're going to be involved in or want to be involved in? Oh, hell yeah.
1: I I definitely have been very specific on next steps is what I want to create, but eventually I would love to do like a production company, you know, have my own version of Hello Sunshine doing the Ryan Murphy thing. I want to be able to tell stories of of people that are different than me, especially trans uh, humans. that. I might not be able to tell their story but I can help elevate them to tell theirs that's that's what I I want Excellent.
0: So tell me about what's next. What's coming okay. up for in 2024? Like, I can't tell things. you everything. Okay, now I um, have to ask.
1: I, I really want to get back to my acting roots and mm-hmm. I would love to get back up on stage. I think right now I'm realizing that maybe activism for transness can look many different ways and maybe that's me being in a rom-com or you know writing a book And and I think there's so many ways to continue telling my story that isn't just online, but just if not more special than what I've already done.
0: Now, this is just for me because personally, I am very curious. Do you have a dream role? Do you oh. have a dream
1: show? Oh, my gosh. Well, I would love to play Elle Woods in Legally Blonde. You already have the blonde. Thank you. <laughs> I think that a trans take could be really cool on that. I would love to do Glinda or on um, Little Shop of Horrors. Audrey would be epic. I think we got a long list, so we're just going to have to start checking them off.
0: That makes sense. I think you absolutely should. <laughs> Thank you. So, um, this is a bit of a lofty question, so okay. you can take a, take a second. But what do you
1: want your legacy to be? Oh, I think I would like my legacy to be this sort of idea of like celebrity 2.0. Like how can we live in the spotlight and you know, have a large following, but try to do it in a way that feels like the kindest, most grounded, fun, silly, empathetic, vulnerable way possible. And I don't know if that can exist yet. I'm, yeah. I'm still figuring that out. And I think, you know, there's certain circumstances where I might get pushback on that, but I wanna see if we can do it differently. Amazing. Um,
0: and one final question for you, for me, what would you, if you could go back in time and before you posted your first video on social media, what advice would you tell yourself?
1: <sighs> Buckle up, baby. I, I would say, You are capable of things that you had no idea that you could do, but you can Mm -hmm. and you will do them well. And when you mess up, you will admit to your faults and you will keep on going. And I think I would tell myself to try to enjoy it more because I, I care so much sometimes that I don't get to really live in the. Mo- I mean, look at this is a, this is amazing. So I would say uh, just try to enjoy it more. Yeah, I love that. Great advice. Well, thank you so much, Dylan. Thank you. <laughs> love ya. <laughs>